RNZ Pacific News. Kia ora na, I'm Susana Suisuiki. New Zealand's Foreign Affairs Minister Nanai Mahuta will travel to Fiji on Wednesday for her first official trip to the country since the election of its new coalition government. Ms Mahuta will meet with Fiji's Prime Minister Sitiveni Ramboka to discuss areas of mutual interest. The Foreign Minister says the bilateral discussions will focus on how Aotearoa New Zealand can support Fiji's priorities under the Duavata Partnership. They will also talk about how the two nations can continue to work together to address issues facing the Pacific region. China has warned it will oppose any plans by the Federated States of Micronesia to engage with Taiwan. It comes after outgoing Micronesian President David Panuelo released an explosive letter last Friday, claiming the North Pacific nation was witnessing political warfare. Mr Panuelo made several allegations of deliberate interference by Chinese state agents into the country's governance, including bribing senior FSM officials. He's proposing that the FSM switch diplomatic ties to Taiwan. But China's ambassador in FSM, Huang Xing, has shot down the allegations as slanderous and a misrepresentation of facts. He says China urges relevant people in the FSM to stop sending any wrong signals to the Taiwan Independent Separatist Forces and to bring the bilateral relationship back in line with the One China Principle, which he says is universally supported by the international community. The Cook Islands' new parliament could have its first sitting next week, following the country's general election six months ago. The delay has been due to a clause in the Constitution which requires all petition hearings to be completed before Parliament sits. Cook Islands Party candidate Sunny Williams will remain as the new Member of Parliament for Titikaweka after the final election petition last Friday. Mr Williams says Parliament could now sit as early as next week. Fijian Attorney General Siromi Turanga has called for an urgent review of the conditions faced by elderly and medically vulnerable inmates in the Fiji Correction Service. Mr Turanga told FBC News there are currently 71 inmates over the age of 60 and expressed concern that the Corrections Act does not provide for those with medical conditions. He acknowledged that alternative solutions may need to be found within the existing framework of the Corrections Act. How do we deal with them? Some are wearing diapers. Uh, Some uh, have no risk if they are released soon. The issue, should we still keep them at prison, at the correction, or should they be released? Eh? As discussions on policy continue, Mr Turanga says the best care may ultimately be provided at home. Northern Mariana's Governor Arnold Palosius is looking at implementing an eight-hour reduction of hours for government workers to 72 hours a fortnight. This is due to a budget crunch following the spending of previous government. The typical work hours for civil servant workers in the Northern Marianas is 80 hours every two weeks. The proposal comes as Mr Palosha sent his request to the House of Representatives to revise the 2023 budget. Under the revised budget, his administration identified an estimated net gross revenue and resources of 116.19 million US dollars for fiscal year 2023. Samoa's Prime Minister says her government is looking at introducing a cost of living adjustment for public servants. Fia Mayor Naomi Mataafa says the proposal is part of the government's commitment to making life easier and affordable for families in Samoa, especially while recovering from COVID. The Samoa Observer reports the PM saying both the public service salary reclassification resurfaced earlier this year during the annual review between government, the private sector and the International Monetary Fund. The Prime Minister says increasing wages boils down to affordability and whether government coffers can sustain a wage increase. 
A committee has been set up to streamline American Samoa's new hospital project. According to the territorial government, the health department now leads this project, with a 40-bed facility to be constructed in Tafuna instead of at LBJ Medical Center. Funding comes from American Samoa's share of the Federal America Rescue Plan Act. Governor Lemanu Maunga says the committee will exist until further notice and is solely dedicated to the furtherance and completion of the new hospital facility project. In New Zealand, the Minister of Transport, Michael Wood, is defending the plan to take a multi-generation staged approach to Auckland Light Rail. The rail programme was one of the few flagship labour transport policies to survive the second round of the government's reprioritisation programme, but will now be done in stages to align it with other programmes like a second harbour crossing. Michael Woods says it'll be more realistic to deliver. What we're talking about here is a broader linked up plan uh, for Auckland. By definition you can't deliver that all in one go. No city around the world does that as they've developed their rapid transit system. Mr Wood expects to be able to confirm what the stages will be by the middle of this year. In world news, a jury has been unable to reach a unanimous decision on whether to impose the death sentence on the man convicted of killing eight people in 2017 on a popular New York City bike path. A correspondent, Jody Jacobs, has more. The jurors started their deliberations early on Monday morning, but have been unable to come to a unanimous decision. Legally, a unanimous verdict as required for the death sentence. The 35-year-old Saifulo Saipov was convicted earlier this year for the murders and for providing material support to a terrorist group. Prosecutors called for the death penalty rather than a life sentence, arguing Saipov as too dangerous for prison. The judges now asked federal prosecutors and Saipov's lawyers to consult on next steps. This could include the judge ordering jurors to continue the deliberations. The US President Joe Biden has hailed the country's close ties with the UK and Australia while publicly confirming the trilateral AUKUS defence pact. As part of the security deal, the US and UK will help Australia develop a nuclear-powered submarine program. Mr Biden says nuclear propulsion technology is the way of the future. Australia is a proud non-nuclear weapon state and is committed to stay that way. These boats will not have any nuclear weapons of any kind on them. Each of us standing here today representing the United States, Australia and Great Britain is deeply committed to strengthening the nuclear non-proliferation regime. AUKUS also signals a greater sharing of funds, information and innovation between the three nations. The pact aims to counter what they see, a growing threat from China in the Indo-Pacific region. To sport... The Melanesian Cup between Fiji's Western Maroon and PNG's Hella Wigman will be held in Fiji after a lapse of two years. Fiji Live reports National Rugby League Interim Chief Executive Don Natambe confirmed the match between the two teams will be played at Churchill Park in Lautoka next weekend. Fiji National Sports Commission Acting Chief Executive Peter Maisie presented a $52,000 cheque to the Fiji National Rugby League for the Melanesian Cup and upcoming competitions. And that is your RNZ Pacific News and Sports. To read or to listen to more of our stories online, head over to rnzi.com.